0: to talk
1: about what happened last time. I
2: think uh, John should talk about what happened last time. why don't you know, give us an accurate uh, accounting of things?
3: You want to read the summary that Jeremy made? Pretty favorable, That's I think. Just really from your own, from your own memory, really. I feel like what happened was roughly: some guy came to us with a business proposition, and you guys were huge dicks to him for no reason. So we decided for that we're going to profit. Steal from, reason. So we we're going to steal from him instead. So we overheard them talking about which warehouse we should steal from. So we stole from it.
2: The warehouse was a boat.
3: While we are on our boat, one of our members, who shall remain nameless, uh, decided to try and touch the goods. I recognize that as a dangerous action. I took prompt action to try and avert disaster. <laughs> I, I will I'm be hurt. the first to admit that it uh, did lead to some level of um, uh, to a dangerous situation uh, in which creative. two members of our of our crew were uh, thrown overboard. And instead of the crew taking uh, action to uh, save us in a useful manner, uh, they did throw us lifesavers that were well off target. We had to try and make our own way to shore and outrace a Leviathan, which uh, was birthed through the godstone thing being dropped in the ocean, which is not my fault at all. While our um, compatriots were on the boat singing shanties and drinking rum, Tobias's character and mine had to uh, stumble our way while we were heavily injured down the uh, narrow corridors, evading a mob, and uh, eventually made our way back to the uh, the fort, where uh, I was celebrated for my quick and decisive action on the that's boat.
4: That's not accurate.
3: I'm pretty <coughs> sure that's everything. But yeah, I mean, if I missed anything, you guys can feel free to drop in, you know. Yeah,
1: I'm
4: pretty uh, sure. I think you uh...
1: missed the point where you stabbed my fucking hand.
3: Yeah, I did say I took quick remedial action to prevent disaster. Uh, yeah,
1: a quick. You mean you mean the part where you stabbed my hand and then used your fucking lightning chain to to grapple
3: with me? I did use my lightning hook. Yes, that is correct.
2: Instead of using words. Instead of using words like an adult,
3: and you wrapped
1: me up with your arcane
3: weapon. You were acting crazy, and I was trying to restrain you. I did <laughs> not have access to a straight jacket, so I thought oh. that would be the closest thing I could do uh, because, I mean, you were clearly out of your mind. So
4: stab. Okay, clearly out you t- of his you mind touch a
3: thing. You, are you a cop? It. You're a
1: cop. You're a cop, aren't you? Oh
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm. I'm not a cop. Nor am I a cop.
0: Um, yeah I was about to say he didn't answer the question. He said he wasn't
3: a fish. <laughs> I You know you have to
0: tell us if you're a cop.
3: I'm not or a cop. A carp. Or a carp. Blue coat maybe. Cop no. Right. I was to say it's
2: it's it, it makes me think that we may want to not sell this stuff immediately because we got away with that with no no heat. Yeah. Right. But if we immediately try to sell this stuff, especially if the Leviathan is still like actively murdering people, at the docks, there may be some questions we we don't have answers to. <laughs> right.
3: Because <laughs> while we were escaping, there was a Leviathan attacking the the area in which we stole stuff from, roughly. Right. So that that's why we took no heat because there was such a big distraction.
0: Yeah. Right. Uh, in that whole mess, the uh, uh, the fog hounds. Their their ship, the Foghound, was consumed by the Leviathan. need new rivals. Uh, As y'all were running away, the Leviathan chased y'all and ran into one of the Leviathan hunters that was banked there. Um, Some of the other Leviathan hunters wound up, you know, like spinning up and coming to try to take care of the situation but y'all fled before y'all got to see that whole thing that whole process as y'all were leaving you uh went down white horse road where briscoe's old restaurant was at the noodle palace and you noticed that, uh, that that was a new place now and I think Gully also learned that that was the place that the uh, delivery was supposed to take place, right? Yeah.
1: What at the uh, warehouse?
0: Yeah, at well, at Briscoe. Yeah, when you uh, went to check oh, that's out right. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The five yeah, counts gonna... warehouse. Yeah, you knew, you realized that whatever was being picked up here off the. Uh, off the Summer of George was supposed to be dropped off there at Briscoe's new restaurant, whatever it's called. The next couple of days, as y'all are recovering from this op, um, and, uh, you know, trying to get the lay of the land and see what's going on, let's start with Milos. So, it is Milos, right? Not Milo's? Yes. Yeah. So, as you are uh, trying to get in contact with some of your people uh, to find out what's going on, um, where where does Milo's like to hang out whenever he's, uh, you know, just hanging out?
2: Uh, he hangs out at Sprog's Dice Game in Crow's Foot, which is his vice-pervair, but it's also a pretty good place to hang out. Um, where, uh, It's probably up near the butthole in the upper right.
0: And, uh, to, uh... Uh, to be clear, the butthole is not the glory hole, correct? I think the glory hole is a different hole in the wall.
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean I don't see the glory hole on here. I
0: think the glory hole's in the docks. Uh Makes sense. so I mean you would know. Uh so is uh so Sprigg's dice game is in the butthole. The butthole is just like a tavern. Yeah. Uh so yeah, you're there, you're uh rolling the dice with uh with Sprigg and Oh, is that actually, is that the same Sprig as John's secondary character, or is that a different Sprig? It's a
4: pretty common name.
2: It's Spog. S-P-O-G-G. Oh,
0: Spog. Okay. Yeah. So it is.
2: It Spog is not the same as Sprig. Correct. Yeah, that's correct.
0: All right, so um, so you're there at Spog's uh, dice game when uh, you see one of your friends walk in the door casting about. Uh, they meet your eyes and start coming over. This is your friend Casta. Why don't you tell us about
3: Casta? Uh,
2: yeah, Casta <laughs> is a is an old, bald, aged bounty hunter whose glory days are well behind him. Now he mainly just uh, he takes easy bounties, and also he has always has a troop of up and coming new bounty hunters around. He's doing most of the work, but he's the uh, after uh, after the war when Milos came to the city. He was one of the first people that helped Milos find some work. That was you know fitting. So they've been friends ever since. They bond because they're both bald.
0: <laughs> so y'all, like, tell each other the best sorts of creams and salves to rub on your heads?
2: No, we just wear hats a lot.
0: <laughs> so, uh, as Castor approaches you, you see he's got a big grin on his face and a twinkle in his eye. And, uh, he sits down next to you and says, ah, Milos, how you doing, bud?
2: Uh, I've been better with this new crew than I'm with is a bunch of jackasses, but I'm sure they'll turn around. Shortly.
0: The coming together part is the hardest part for a new team. If y'all can get past that, you'll be solid. (laughs) Gross.
2: Yeah, worst case, I'll just liquidate them and we'll find a new crew. We'll Mm -hmm. make a better crew with Blackjack and hookers. Well, uh... But anyway, what what brings you here?
0: Well, uh, I know that you're, uh, you're handy with, uh, a rifle. I just wanted to let you know that, um, a couple days back, somehow a Leviathan made it past the, uh, the wall, of the electric field, and into the uh, harbor itself. You hear about that?
2: Yeah, that actually, it didn't actually make it through the electric field. It was actually, uh, I'm not sure what the word would be, but it was like birthed forth here. It was, Why uh, would you tell him that? <laughs> He's my buddy. We talk, we talk about everything.
0: He says, uh, uh, well, I mean, that explains a lot. never been a leviathan in the harbor before, not since that defense went up. I'll take your word for that. Well, you know, the official word is that the Leviathan hunters were able to take it out. But funny thing is, uh, even though, you know, there are three three ships in harbor right now. There's the Summer of George, and then there is the Stanley Parable.
2: Excuse me? (laughs) It hasn't sailed in ten years.
0: (laughs) Nope. (laughs) It's been dry docked for a while. And, uh...
1: And the Half-Life 2. Yep, Thing and the Half-Life
0: 2. Uh, oh, no. the, uh, actually, I think it's the Half-Life 3. It's still being <laughs> built. No, clearly, we're there. clearly in Fantasy World now. I see. Yeah, no, it's still being built. Anyway, uh, the Stanley Parable wound up taking a lot of damage in the uh, attack, and it's actually sitting at the bottom of the harbor right now. But both of the other ships are still in port. Uh, So no one carted off this leviathan to go get processed up in Scotland. So people are saying that it's probably still running around somewhere, either in the harbor or in the canals or somewhere. And I bet you that it would bring a pretty penny if anyone's able to bring it down. So I've got my boys looking out. Uh, Who knows? We might be able to put ourselves a leviathan head up on the wall here in the tavern.
2: So you want us to go dive down and get the leviathan bits?
0: I, I, it's not in bits, if, I think, uh, is the point. I mean...
2: It actually might be easier than you'd think.
0: I don't think that it's been taken out yet. I think it's still either nursing its wounds or just hiding out somewhere.
2: Oh, you don't think it, you don't think it's dead, I see. No,
0: no. If uh, if it was, they'd have carved... They would have, you know, those Leviathan Hunters are capable. They'd have carved that corpse off to get processed. Especially with... Uh, People are saying that it's been getting harder and harder to find uh, leviathans nowadays. One just comes knocking on our door. They're going to want that juice to keep powering the fence.
4: That juice. I need the juice,
0: man.
2: What if we summoned another leviathan and they would fight? I wonder if they would fight. I wonder if they'd anyone's done any, done any studies on the like social aspects of the leviathans.
0: Are you asking Castor, or are you just talking? Uh,
2: no, he's, uh, I'm, like, mulling it over out loud. Yeah,
0: he so said, summon one. What do you mean?
2: Yeah, those are these rocks that summon leviathans. And if you, if, in theory, if you drop one in the water, a leviathan shows
0: up. You know, if something like that was real, I'm sure we'd have heard about it by now.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're hearing about it. I'm sure it's worth, uh, anything with that, that small amount of, uh, or, sorry, you know, anything that has, that people don't really know about, uh. Probably worth pretty good money too. If you if you find anybody you might be interested in buying it, you let me know.
0: You're saying you have some of these rocks? Maybe. Well, maybe I'd be willing to take one off your hands.
2: I'll I I'll sell you one. You give you the friend friend of family discount.
0: How's five coins sound? Sounds like a terrible idea.
2: How, how many rocks you do we should, have? You should not do uh, that. We do have that. like six crates, right? Like, yep,
0: you have six crates full of rocks. Jesus Christ.
2: I mean, I don't think, I mean, if, if you, if, if you, if, if you, if I didn't know you, I'd be, I'd be looking for at least 15 coin, five, maybe perhaps five, if you had something else to offer some, you know, d- details on a potential score, perhaps, uh, then maybe I could do five. Otherwise it's going to be 10 or else, uh, or else it's not going to happen.
4: Ah,
0: uh, well, that's a, that's a lot of money. I don't really have 10 coins, but. Yeah, but you
2: have, you have information, you got people, so why don't you, uh, you know, five coin and trade me something interesting uh
0: yeah he'll give like he'd be willing to give you something interesting i'm gonna have to spend some time to come up with that though um unless just
2: you give have... us a, just just give us a plus one on a on like an engagement roll or something with whatever intel he gives us okay whatever, next time you want it say so, uh i said yeah you know i'll uh i don't have one on me but i i can i'll get you one i'll, I'll bring it by you know, his, I know where he lives, I'll bring it by the, you know, in a couple hours.
0: Yeah, he'll give you some intel that you're able to use on whatever your next uh, heist is going to be. You give him the, ro- a couple hours later, you give him the rock, and he'll give you five coin. Yeah. There you go.
4: Uh, can, can we have any say on whether or not he goes around handing out the Leviathan
0: stones? <laughs> I mean, y'all didn't really talk about where y'all were securing this. Yeah, they're,
2: they're just like, in our, in our base, like, anyone could take, take one.
0: I'm pretty sure
4: I would have placed those <laughs> under some kind of sentient lock.
2: We have sentient locks now? Why not? Well, look, of... if you have a sentient lock, then we all have keys because we're all a team, you know?
4: Uh, incorrect. <laughs> it's a type of carrot that screams when you move it.
2: Yeah, my, my thought can get the carrot repair.
4: It's a carrot. A, a carrot. A root vegetable.
2: <laughs> whatever. And it screams? It screams. Oh, whatever. When I'm, you move I'm, it. I'm selling a rocket. and it's happening. We have so many.
4: I don't think that's the issue. I think the main issue, for me at least, is that they create leviathans.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the last one did zero That's why they're worth money. To us. If they were regular rockstabler, they probably wouldn't be worth any money. I mean, the accurate. The fact that they create leviathans. I mean, I'm is even
2: going to put some of this coin into the crew. Well,
1: I mean, I'm not going to touch it, because last time I touched one of these fuckers, I got stabbed. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching any of these rocks. You are a least wise one.
0: Uh so speaking of goalie, why don't you tell us about your friend Freak and where you're meeting him at?
1: Yeah, uh, well I'm meeting him where I usually meet him, uh at the bar. Which bar? Uh it's definitely not in this area. It's uh one of the dingier sides, probably near the docks actually. Uh, very much a hole in the wall, dive, grungy place where uh, you know, pirates are wanted to hang out. Uh, Freak is a guy that I met shortly after deciding on a more sedentary lifestyle. Uh, he's also, like me, an ex-pirate who also realized that uh, things are safer here on land than out on the waters. Uh, he is a more technically-minded person. He loves to fiddle and tinker with things, uh, specifically locks and security devices. So anything that is beyond my come, I usually reach out to Freak. You know, pay him. For uh, you know, a couple beers, whatever his newest addiction this week is, and he's he can help me out. And so yeah, meeting him at a, kind of our usual, uh, usual hang sesh. My hand is all bandaged up, uh, kind of favoring the other, of course. As this 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 wound does hurt like a motherfucker. And you know, just kind of complaining about uh, about the latest job. You know, you'll never believe what this fucker did in the middle of the job. Dude stabbed me in the hand.
0: What? Why would he do that?
1: He wouldn't tell me. I just wanted to see what was in the box, see what kind of, you know, see what treasure we got. And the dude just whips out a knife and stabbed me. So I slug him and he pulls out some electric fish hook, stabs me again.
0: I just can't find good help these days.
1: Yeah. I kicked his ass. Yeah. Knocked him off the boat, took a piss on him.
0: I'm glad that uh, you were able to show him his boss. I'm reasonably
4: sure you took a piss on everything in the near vicinity when you saw that leviathan.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know, unfortunately, didn't didn't really pay the bills. I'm looking for uh, I mean, we were in like the for water, the next thing. So it you know,
3: doesn't, doesn't really matter, right? You know, <laughs>
0: from from what you were telling me before, you found yourself on another boat crew this time, right?
1: Yeah, I'm trying them out. Uh, you know, at this point, I don't know. I kind of like leaned them, look around, make sure I was listening. You know, I was. We turned out to to make a pretty penny off of it so i may stick around that horse son tries to uh, pull it again i may have to break a couple ribs next time
0: well i mean if uh if you think they're a good crew and you think uh you can trust them well
1: i, I, I don't know about trust pal well but...
0: if you think they're capable anyway uh, <laughs> I, I was hearing tell that <laughs>
1: he says capable and i think of uh the living breathing boat that a <laughs>
0: was hearing tell of uh so you know those uh assholes the fog hounds right
1: spit on the floor take another sip a drink
0: yeah well they they just uh, had a big loss that when that uh, leviathan attacked the harbor, wound up sinking their whole ship, eating most of their crew, including that uh, leader lady of theirs. Uh, this new fella who's taken over the foghounds, Larry. He uh, Larry. He's been looking for a new boat for for the uh, for the foghounds. One that's capable of not just you know ferrying the odd uh, you know package up and down the coast, but getting all the way across the Void Sea. Uh, People are saying, might be they had a lucrative contract and now they're trying to scramble to keep filling it.
1: Yeah, out of character Larry, is that the guy that caught me up in the rafters? Uh,
0: Yeah, that is the guy that caught you up in the rafters. Uh, I figured that
1: much. So now he's the boss. He went from being a a simple guardsman to uh, the boss of this gang.
0: Well, not just a simple guardsman, but the most alert guardsman.
1: (laughs) Okay.
2: Man, most still I, left the lifeguards.
1: I gotta, I gotta join the five counts Screw you guys! They have a great promotion track. <laughs> <laughs> we went like two All you have to do to is to... just
0: wait for uh, three quarters of the crew to be eaten by a leviathan. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, here if three quarters of the crew gets eaten by a leviathan, you're a top dog.
1: Well, I can arrange that, Jeremy. <laughs> 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 uh, so you Probably said that you said, that you said that you said they they're yeah. looking for a new boat. Is that what she said? Yeah, something bigger, another steamship or something
0: like that. Something that'll be able to traverse across the Void Sea.
1: We just want to get a steamship in Duskval.
4: Maybe you know a tinkerer.
1: Yeah, I don't think Frank is put together enough to make a, a steamship.
4: I meant somebody on your crew who tinkers with things.
1: I don't think is put together enough to make a steamship. <laughs>
4: I've got pretty good spark craft. I mean, she made a meat ship.
1: Yeah, but that, that's, again, that's different. Steam putting, is a lot putting, easier than meat. <laughs> putting <laughs> gills me on a boat you. seems like a different perspective than creating this well-built and across the sea. I'm pretty sure steamships don't get, like, temperamental like your ship does either.
4: Yeah, because they're worse. My ship is
1: better. <laughs> oh, worse, okay. They're lame and gotcha.
4: stupid and no one likes them. <laughs>
1: Right, so that, well, I mean, at this point, I wish them the best, Uh Sounds like they've got a lot of recovery to do, but fuck them. You know what I mean?
0: Oh yeah, and he drinks to that. Foghounds, more like fuckhounds. Back in Crow's Foot, let's get with uh, uh <laughs> let's get with Virgil. So Virgil, I recall that you you spent some time with uh, Satara doing the uh, uh,
3: stress reduction.
0: Yeah, uh, doing some stress reduction yep um so when uh you came up to find her you found her uh like staring up into uh, the sky looking at the shattered remnants of uh, the Sun up there that have been slowly been drifting further and further apart and you uh, uh when you come up to her you kind of startle her a little bit she's just uh, oh, Virgil yes how are you
3: doing you know um I don't know about these new these new crew people. I mean, you don't like to hear about my junk, but um you should love to hear about your junk. <laughs> you Watching <walked> into <laughs> that one.
4: Come on.
3: Yeah, I know you really set no, us up. And then I I sort of point to my sh- my shoulders and I say, "Yeah, you know the um and I point up to the the sun being like a little brighter cuz remember that coming up before." and be like, "Yeah, I mean um I feel like, you know, my skin doesn't like the sun you know i'm getting like this irritation <laughs> you know it's weird you, we we've lived so long without light and now now our, my my body's like wanting to reject it a little bit it's uh but i mean good thing we didn't awaken sensim or anything i suppose
0: yeah. yeah when you uh say that she uh looks uh She has, like, a weird look across her face, like she wishes that she could agree with you, but isn't sure that she can. I mean, this is,
3: it's good that we've got Sun back, right?
0: I'm not so sure. I have a dreadful feeling that something terrible is still coming, even after we took care of Teslin and uh, Flint and stopped what they were doing. They still enacted some sort of change on the Sun up there
3: i uh I look up to the sun I look back at uh Zatara, and I say so you don't really know what's next then we're all in the same boat this time
0: i mean we've always been in the same boat I don't really see the future i know a bit more than you
3: but i I'm not saying you see the future you just you know so much whenever we talk we you always kind of know what's going on you know that's it's always been it's always been my impression you know I just try and observe and try and it's just being, it's just weird, you know, to, we, we knew, I felt like I knew what I needed and um, now I don't, you know, tesla has gone, Flint's gone, my crewmates are gone. It's, I look back at, back up at the sun, I just say, change has, change has just been hard. At
0: least we're still alive. There's still that. But right now we just need to prepare for anything that might be coming. So, that big rock that Tesla and Flint had, you said that you knew where they had gotten it from, right?
3: Well, I mean, um, yeah, Ford had it, right?
0: And do you know where he got it from?
3: I mean, it was on a train. Um, maybe the Emperor had it.
0: Uh, so you were there? Actually, no, you weren't there, were you?
3: Because, yeah, I'm I'm trying, I'm remembering from editing now that I. It was discovered or something, right?
0: So uh, when you get, when Virgil got captured by the uh, Emperor's Breakers, everyone else was at the Crow's Nest when it uh, was sacked by Huard and some of the other Breakers. That's right. Yep. And uh, they went down into the depths of it, and that's where they found the
3: Godstone. Nut. Like that's they knew right. it was there. That's right. They knew it was there. Yeah. So let's see. Yeah. I mean, I I think the first time I saw it was on the train, but um, but yeah, they they took it from uh, from the crow's nest.
0: That's uh, that's an old place there, and uh, it whenever I try to look at that, it's like it shifts and avoids my gaze. If they found. Something that powerful there could be there might be more things inside there that could benefit us in the future
3: So I remember a while back, you know, I was holding on to one of them rocks. We found some more
0: A lot more. Go
3: on. We found a lot more
0: What do you mean you found a lot more?
3: I mean there we found a box full of them and when uh you No, know, you had told me at one point to throw to throw them away. Well, I inadvertently threw one into the bay, which isn't quite a way, but you know it is. It made that a Leviathan, leviathan that attacked the town. <laughs> yeah, you heard about that.
0: Uh, yeah, something of that big spiritual significance. I'd be surprised of anyone who didn't notice it.
3: Spiritual significance.
0: Yeah, it was Sin manifesting.
2: Not everything is Sin sign Come on now.
0: What? You're not there. Those those rocks are part of Sin and All of them. Yes. So, if you found that much of it, you need to keep that safe, lock it up wherever you uh, put the other bigger rocks, and make sure no one knows about it. People are going to be looking for that.
4: Meanwhile, over here is Gully selling the shit. Uh, That wasn't Gully. Yeah,
2: Gully, you fucking idiot. (laughs) He's so immature.
1: Yeah, it's Gully who's doing that. Sure, Gully's selling it.
3: Whoever. Yeah. Well... Well, Satara, it's um. What? Who was it? It's. It's always <laughs> good. Pointless. Well, to all know all these
4: people look alike. I'm
3: sorry. Can I have my Jesus. conversation <laughs> with my demon lady? Oh, God. you people. You um, people? You um,
1: what do you mean, wow. you people?
3: Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You heard me right. Yeah. Wow. I, I start ranting at Satara again about how much I dislike my new crewmates. Um, <laughs>
1: makes for great radio am i right and we pan up All right
0: <laughs> uh so iskra uh you're receiving your weekly body delivery from eckard <laughs> gross uh you're not there you get to have nice a conversation <laughs> how's uh eckard didn't you like smother him with gills or something like that
4: he's not smothered he's suffocating a little
1: Suffocating with gills. He'll get
4: used to it. Uh, I house... gave him a scarf that he can keep uh, soaked he... in void water.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you, uh, uh, when he comes in, he, you can like see the gills on, uh, on his neck are kind of a little red and inflamed and he reaches up in absent mind and absentmindedly like, scratches at them. Don't scratch. Sorry. They're just still weird getting used to this stuff.
4: Have you been dousing them regularly in void water?
0: I mean, yeah, like you told me to, but it's still weird. Uh, you said that this stuff is like—I'm not the first person to use the sun, right? Right? Listen, what do you got for me today? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here he's—he uh, starts offloading uh, the bodies, and he uh, is making some small talk with you. And the happens to mention. Oh yeah, uh, so you remember like that noodle shop that burned down a few months ago, right?
4: Yes, I remember. Yeah,
0: that. Well, the guy who owned that, he rebuilt it. He's got like a fish and chips sort of place now.
4: Fish and it's chips.
0: It's not. Are. It's not as good as the noodles were though. Wait, and, you ate there? Yeah. Yeah. Is it weird? What do you mean weird? Is it weird?
1: What? Wait. a question to ask. <laughs> Have you been to that new restaurant? Is it weird?
0: Like, I mean, <laughs> it's just food. Like, I wouldn't say it's weird. Like. I don't know what you want from me. It's not weird. You didn't notice
4: anything about the building, or the hollow-eyed gaze of the servers,
0: or... No? I mean, that's a pretty racist way to talk about scoblanders. Listen. (gasps) Moving on. (laughs) Uh, They're just normal people. I mean, they're, you know, they're refugees running away from the war in their homeland.
4: They're all scoblanders.
0: Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I think. But yeah, just fish and chips, and, you know, there is some... Other Scotlander dishes I didn't try, but they were yeah you know, decent fish and chips, good good beer. Try it sometime. Sure. Wasn't bad.
4: How do you feel about having your eyeballs replaced? Not a fan. Really? Yes. They'd work. You wouldn't be blind. I'd probably.
0: I at least want to recover from the gills before you do anything else to my body.
4: You're capable of speech. I call that recovered.
0: <laughs> All right. We're gonna go to... So, uh, after uh, y'all have been uh, recovered and y'all are starting to uh, uh, make plans for your next operation, whatever it's gonna be, a couple of y'all, whoever wants to volunteer to go, um, meet up with uh, Sarah, the your arms dealer, or an arms dealer that you know. Anyway, not, maybe not necessarily y'all buy your weapons from, but... Someone that you know. Uh, who wants to go meet with this person? So who is this? Uh, so, uh, Sarah, this is your um, uh, your crew contact. you have got Sabina half off as a contact, but also Sarah, an arms dealer.
3: I'll go if Virgil doesn't go.
0: <laughs> Virgil, are you going to go?
3: I wouldn't be that interested, I don't think.
0: No? Okay. Uh, we got uh, Goalie and Milos heading off to Sarah's place. Over in uh, They're gonna be in the docks It seems like we're kind of focusing in the docks This uh, season so far Down in the docks So Sarah's uh, Is here at the rack and Pinion uh, so over here at the uh, corner of Porter's Way and Longshoreman Avenue, one of the larger buildings here is uh, Sarah's Sundries, which, despite its rather unassuming name, is a pretty decent-sized weapon shop. They sell other goods as well, but uh, Sarah specializes in personal defense weapons, as uh he likes to say. Uh John, why don't you go ahead and describe Sarah Fris?
3: Sarah is uh, uh, let's say, I don't know. Shorter shorter gentleman, well dressed very knowledgeable about uh you know the weapons that he has he's got like a little like sharpening tool set that's like on his uh on his belt for for the the bladed weapons and then on the other side of his belt he's got like a little pouch of like um electroplasmic like uh lubricant or something that he uses on his uh you know, flintlocks or pistols and other things like that. He's, um, you know, well-spoken, but clearly from a rougher upbringing. He's got a... I mean, I was imagining him with sort of an accent of some sort. Figured he's... I don't know where he'd be from. Maybe the Sundering Isles or something like that. You know, kind of a very knowledgeable about uh, about all forms of uh, weaponry. And his main goal is, is making sure that he can find... The, the the match between you know the needs of the customer and you know what he's got in stock and he's generally willing to kind of you know do some customization work you know that's really called for
0: all right so yeah uh what brings uh, milos and Goli here today
1: that is a good question <laughs>
2: <laughs> i mean yeah. i guess we're looking for our next score yeah
3: yeah, yeah. Maybe so you wanna wanna to see uh, if he uh, needs anything smuggled, so that you can't your hand can't be so easily uh, attacked in the future. You know,
2: I believe when when you were having a scene, you made us be quiet. Uh, so
3: I was just making a joke for uh, Toby's character. <laughs> oh,
0: it's it's a good joke. Everybody <laughs> laughed.
3: Funny joke. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, yeah, uh, Sarah says, ah, gentlemen, how, how are you today? Good to see you. How, how do y'all put it? How is your, uh, shipping business? Imports, exports, going well. Yeah. yeah.
1: Moving stuff in, moving stuff out.
0: Very good, very good. Glad to hear that you're being so successful, and with a little less competition nowadays, from what I understand. Yeah,
2: foul counts, eight,
0: shit. Yeah,
1: but we are looking for an investment opportunity at the same time. So uh, one of the things that you'll notice when you come in
0: here is that his shelves seem a little bit more empty than usual. Uh, he doesn't have quite as many weapons as in stock as he normally does.
1: So it looks like you just had a, a big blowout sale, Sarah. Uh,
0: well, yes, there's uh, been a little shortage of weapons lately. Uh, with the, uh, the war going on across the water, a lot of the, uh, things that I would normally be able to acquire have been sent to, you know, arm our lads trying to, you know, fight those Skovlanders, uh, those bastards who are uprising over there on the island.
2: I mean, how much, how, we, we, we like this guy, right? But like, yeah. Do uh, we like him a lot?
0: Uh, I mean, you like him well enough to work with him.
2: Yeah, but is he always a racist piece of garbage?
0: Usually. Um...
2: I
3: didn't envision him that way, but
4: I mean, Jeremy can't help himself. I guess not. (laughs) Wow!
3: Wow! That's like that's like someone saying like because Jeremy and I are from Alabama, we must be racist. I mean, wow!
0: (laughs) No, of course I don't mean you, my friend. I'm talking about the people who are fighting against our wonderful immortal emperor here. We're all company excluded, of course.
4: No,
2: I must be one of the good ones,
0: right? Listen, if <laughs> it was some of the Aruvians uprising, I'd say s- the same things about them, or even our fellow uh Akirosians here. We're all servants of the good emperor.
4: Why were you looking at me when you said that? Am I
0: Aruvian? No. Uh Virgil's Aruvian. You're Acherosi. <laughs> no, 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 so you're sorry. you're from Severos, that's right. Some of the uh uh, Scott Landers along here have uh, been buying up a lot of the weapons that we have been able to get in. With all of the shortages going on, there's uh, a lot. It's causing prices to go up, and of course when prices go up, business goes down. A lot of the things that I've left are either of poorer quality or just not what the clientele are looking for. If you're able to secure a weapon shipment for me from further down the coast, get it up here, uh, I would pay a handsome penny for it.
2: And what are the details?
0: A few uh, hundred miles to the south of Duskwall, there is a town, or another city called White Hollow, and that is where a lot of the manufacturing for the military is uh, taking place. Now, uh, Sarah has been informed that there is going to be a weapon shipment That's being sent along the rail up here to uh, Duskwall to arm some uh, military uh, vessels that are going to be coming in the port. If y'all were able to acquire some of those weapons, they probably wouldn't even notice some of their weapons going missing off of that train. But it could definitely help replenish my supplies. Ready for a train heist?
4: Yeah, I
2: mean, if it's a, just a, a train job, I'm I'm in.
0: From what I understand, the train uh, is going to be overnighting. Well, I guess trains don't really overnight. I, I mean, just they keep on going.
4: Can it depends on what? Kind they of can train sometimes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. About halfway between here and White Hollow, uh, there is a way station for the train where it can refuel. That would probably be your best chance to sneak on board, get the goods. And then get out relatively unseen. From my understanding, you have your own vessel, right?
2: Yeah. Is there a water? Like, is there like a? Is this going to be like night boat where there's like always water next to whatever we got to do? <laughs>
0: uh, for right now, anyway, uh, at this way station, it's not going to be terribly deep water between here and there. So I'm sure that your vessel would be able to <laughs> handle it. You don't have to get greedy. Just a crate of whatever they have aboard would be plenty fine. We don't have to get
1: greedy. <laughs> Unless he didn't, he didn't say only. He said you don't really have
0: to. So depending on what y'all bring back, I will pay you a better than market rate. Fair enough. As far as close. Sounds like a deal. So why don't y'all talk it well, out. Y'all have got a few different leads. Y'all have got this particular job that's going on. Um, but if there's other stuff that y'all want to do, you can be pretty flexible with the timetable for when the uh, train job happens
3: right. So the the train job is we're going to get some weapons, right? Yeah, that uh, our Stealing. weapon dude Stealing can't weapons. can't at- source appropriately. Yeah.. Yep. yeah. That's the most straightforward
2: one. We, we probably shouldn't sell the demon rocks in mass until the stuff
3: cools down.
4: We probably yeah. shouldn't sell that shit at all. It's worth a
3: lot of money.
4: probably dump it in this cellar at the crow's nest or wherever.
3: As I was talking to Sitar, I was like, you know, I did steal some nice souls with that, those rocks before. So, I mean, it's
2: tempting. We also could use it as, to get a huge fucking bump with Strangleford, probably.
4: Strangleford? Strangford? Whatever. Yeah, he's not going to notice two lumps are missing. Uh, there's also the Leviathan hunting one, or we could go check out Briscoe's new fish noodles.
1: Fish and chips noodles.
2: The Leviathan hunting one, I mean, I kind of figured like you can swim, so like you can go like swim around and tell us if it's still alive or not.
4: Has the void sea sung its song to me? Yeah. Yeah. What the song of the Leviathan? Go uh, it out yeah. there. Yeah. It's like Your eye spring. Goes great. swim around in the water. A Maybe a little
2: bit. Well, that might be if we're gonna do the one. That might be like a setup action to see if it is. Maybe they killed it and like, it sank. We can just like pick up the body. It'll be really easy.
4: <laughs> this is Jeremy we're talking about.
2: We also like, we can't, We have no way to... If it's not dead, we have no way to make it dead. So that's maybe not ideal.
4: That's true. Yeah, we don't what have was, really... What was the third thing? Briscoes, noodle, and fish, and chips.
2: That might be an easy one. Just kind of mosey on over and see what they're up to. Uh, yeah, what's the
3: what's the deal there?
2: I, w- I would like to make it one of the things that our crew is good at, though, if, if possible. So either acquiring, smuggling, acquiring new clients, or contraband sourcing.
4: So we know that's the place where the Leviathan rocks were heading to, and we know that it used to be a restaurant full of sentient noodles. Yeah. But we don't know what its deal is now.
0: Well, you do remember that uh, Briscoe was cooking the noodles in a pot that had one of the uh, godstones
4: in it. Okay, so maybe he's looking for another godstone pot.
1: Godstone deep fryer.
0: <laughs> Terrible culinary crimes. So y'all are wanting to go check out Briscoe's? I guess.
1: I mean, I, I could sure go for can. some uh, fish and chips.
3: Yeah, seems like something we could maybe do during this session. So. Seems like we could handle fish and chips. Um,
0: all right, so I don't really think that this is going to be a heist itself, unless y'all have something in particular you're wanting to accomplish here.
4: Well, since we have next to no information, Jeremy, I don't
0: think we do.
1: I mean, the only reason we're going here is because the Briska was somehow related to the rocks, right?
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, you know that this was the end destination for the godstone. All
1: right, we can scope it out.
2: Okay. I mean, again, in, 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 it'd be nice if this, if in doing so, we either smuggled something or acquired new clients or acquired a new godraman source. Okay.
0: Well, you could potentially acquire a, a new client here if y'all decide y'all want to deliver the godstones to. It, I guess. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Maybe the heist can be. Yeah. We we investigate. Just kind of sneak around. Dig around, see what we can find.
0: All right, so how about someone roll engagement then?
2: So we have one for luck. I'd say we get at least one because we have the upper hand because we have the stuff they want. Yeah. Are they a lower tier than us? Probably not. We're
0: only tier one. Yeah, you're not a lower tier than us. You're just tier
2: one. Any other pluses or minuses?
0: Um, I'd give you a uh, a plus since y'all've been here before. Uh you know what sort of situation you're going True. in and you know who Briscoe is, what they look like. Uh so go ahead and roll them dice. Five. Five. Alright. So you'll uh be in a risky position starting off. Y'all walk into Briscoe's uh new restaurant. Who wants the name Briscoe's new restaurant?
4: The restaurant formerly known as Briscoe's Noodle Palace. <laughs>
0: Uh, what do people call that for
4: short?
2: it has got to be a fish and chips pun here.
4: They call it briscoes.
2: New cod on the block? Mm. <laughs> okay. Abracadabra?
0: No. Are you just searching fish puns? We just, uh, <laughs> Maybe.
1: We can just call it Publix. No.
0: Um,
2: look, I've haddock with this place. I've
0: haddock with this place. Uh, yeah. Codfather? Mm, yeah. We'll call it briscoes codfather sounds very wrong yep that's why they named it that
3: alright hello it's John I hope you've been enjoying the show thank you so much for listening to Moxie which is from members of K-Cell that's a little bit weird so we've had two seasons so the first um, was members of K-Cell with Delta Green And then in this uh, series, we've been playing Blades in the Dark. Uh, So again, thank you, Blades in the Dark, for the awesome game. Um, So we've got some exciting news. We now have a Patreon set up. So you'll find us at patreon.com slash members of Kcell the letter K. And you can also find a link to that on our SoundCloud page. So we've got three tiers of membership. We've got fans at k at $3 a month, where we'll give you a shout out on the recording. Then we've got uh, $5 a month, where you'll have that shout out as well as access to some exclusive content on the Patreon. We're still trying to decide on that, but we've got some short stories that are related to the world building that Jeremy's been doing. And we probably will have uh, some content of us playing board games and things that we uh, we do when we have an off night and uh, we either can't play or maybe we're down a, a member or something like that. And then at the $8 a month level, we'll take a fan requests. So if you've got some ideas for things like names of characters um, or maybe a complication that will be fun for us to experience, You can uh, donate at the $8 level. We'll get in contact to you to uh, get your requests there. Um, We'd also like to shout out uh, The Green Box, which is a podcast about uh, Delta Green, RPGs, and other related topics. So Kevin, uh, who you hear on our show here, he's also on The Green Box as a regular member there. Uh, so, if you're interested in learning a little bit more about um, some of the background of, of some of these different RPGs that are coming out, or uh, it's like a nice place and hear more from Kevin, where he's not playing a character. Um, as always, if uh, you'd like to see some of the things that Tapitha creates, uh, you can find her on Etsy at Quiet Nova Studios. Jeremy has some of his other writing, not related to uh, members of KSL, available on Amazon. He's got some short stories and novels. And uh, again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on both places, uh, and join our Patreon. Again, that's members of Kcell on Patreon. We'd love that. That'd be awesome. Uh, Jeremy and them, they're moving soon. So that would be great if they could get some additional support there. Okay. So thanks again so much and back to the show.
0: All right, so y'all walk into Briscoe's Codfather. I
1: like how he's just like concept restaurant owner that's just constantly trying something new to keep this place alive.
0: Yeah. The uh, damage from the fire uh, has been more or less repaired or painted over. Uh, There's a nice... Like, the theme this time around is kind of, you know, a grimy sort of dock fish market. Uh, which is pretty easy. Um, You know, it's weird that he would go for that sort of theme here in the fish market. It's like a fancy place trying to pretend it's uh, a a sort of grimy place. So like the grime on the wall is like painted on, not actual grime to give it that sort of like that sort of authentic feel, even though it's not quite so much, but yeah, uh, y'all sit down. Uh, do y'all want the upper balcony tier or? I'm not,
2: I'm, before I even sit down, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the back and see if he's cooking on any godstone block, godstone pots or anything. If, if anyone stops me, uh, then I'm gonna pull out. I have a I have a fake badge of office, forged badge of Man. badge of office, and I will just say that I'm with the health department. We're <laughs> um, checking checking this place out.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, someone walks up to you and says, Sir, uh, you can't be here. Uh, and then you pull that out. Yeah, go ahead and make a roll. Get a uh, bonus die and great effect, that, um, forged badge of office. Fours. Fours across the boards. Alright, so, uh, so yeah, you're able to do it.
2: But I think Briscoe, I think Briscoe notices me in the back.
0: Well, I think Although he wouldn't,
2: he wouldn't know me. (laughs)
0: Uh, Actually. Yeah, you're right, he wouldn't know you. I think that what happens is that, like, they're like, uh, the guy, like, yells over his shoulder, guys, the health inspector's here, and, like, suddenly there is a flurry of activity as everyone is running around the kitchen trying to clean up and fix all of these food safety violations that, uh, they knew were there but weren't doing anything about. So, yeah, uh, you walk in and, uh, there's just this chaos going around and everyone is paying a lot of attention to you and what you're doing. Sure,
2: I just want to make sure that he's not cooking, because I've heard the story, that he's not cooking on any kind of demon-enchanted stuff.
0: So yeah, uh, you walk around in the kitchen, it doesn't look like he is doing anything super suspicious. Why don't you make uh, some sort of poking around and checking things out roll? It's still <laughs> going to be risky, uh, especially with everyone, you know, watching you. Everyone's paying very much attention to the sorts of things that yeah. you're looking at.
2: Alright, I will, uh, unless someone wants to help, I'll push myself.
0: I mean, I don't know how I would help. I mean... Maybe I could make a distraction. You're the apprentice food inspector.
2: I don't
3: know either, but I'm just
2: throwing
0: it out there.
3: <laughs> I could help, because I know I've been back in the kitchen before.
0: Oh, okay. so you could have, like, told them the different things to look for.
3: Yeah, so I take a stress for that, right? That's you get right. get a bonus time? Yeah. Yep. A six. Nice.
0: A six. All right, Um. so as you are looking around the kitchen, you're very confident that uh, there is no magical shenanigans going on in this kitchen like you were told about last time. You do, however, notice someone from your hometown. Go on. Where was Milo's born?
2: Let's say Lockport.
0: Lockport. All right.
2: Who is it?
0: So you have... A little bit of history with this guy or so like y'all grew up together like he lived on the other side of town but he was notorious for being kind of a rough and tumble sort of guy he was one of the first people to sign up uh, when the first war happened uh, the one that you fought in and the last you heard he was still doing some like guerrilla warfare stuff after uh, the Empire took over
2: What's he so doing he, now?
0: He was still fighting the good fight. Right now, he is uh chopping a fish in a very uh very clumsy fashion. Uh it does with that six, am say it does not look like he's recognized you and probably won't unless you bring yourself to his attention. Like chopping. start talking with him.
2: Yeah, I'll walk over and uh I'll say, you know, how the how the mighty have fallen.
0: Alright, so this is uh, Wayne Havenhorst. (laughs) So yeah, he looks up and he says, Is that you little Milos?
2: As we live and breathe.
0: are you doing here he's kind of like looking at you in a sort of inscrutable sort of way he's kind of a bigger guy he's from the last time you've seen him he's definitely got a lot more scars of battle on him he's missing a couple fingers on one hand and there's this big gash down the side of one of his cheeks
2: i'll show him the badge but i'll show it to him in such a way that where he can see that it's forged like show him like here like the back or something where like obviously like paint peeling off or whatever and I say, would you believe I'm the i the health inspector?
0: <laughs> it says uh, he, he lets in off bag. a big laugh. <laughs> uh, yeah, more like uh, less a fish inspector and more the fishmonger's wife inspector.
2: <laughs> we well, we both know I've infected many fishmongers' wives.
0: Yeah, so uh, so Friends. what you really doing here? You uh, here to join up?
2: I mean, you were fighting the good fight last I saw, but. Uh... What happened?
0: He gives a big, uh, a big smile at you. Uh, that's missing a couple more teeth than the last time. And he says, who says I'm not still?
2: Interesting. Anything, uh, any, any action? Any action I can I should know about?
0: Uh, well, you know, if, uh, I don't know really what all I can say, but, uh, if you're, uh, if you're interested, you need to go and talk to Ulf. And he, like, nods at a kind of, like, uh, unassuming sort of looking uh, uh, Um He says, yeah, Ulf there, he's the one in charge. He's the brains.
2: Would I know who that is? Because he's a pretty... Like pretty big name or no. You
0: might not know to look at him, but you are familiar with a... there there is a famous Ulf from where you come from, a guy named Ulf Ironborn. He was the son of the former Thane of Scotland Scotland. You are because I'll say, I'll say I'll say
2: I'll say the the Ulf or An Ulf. Uh,
0: they come in six pounds. Yeah, he's uh he's the Ulf.
2: Interesting. And, and Ulf is like standing in the in this kitchen for some reason. <laughs> Hang it hanging out.
0: Chopping fish. Uh, he just gives you a, a big smile and say I'll just shrug and say, Maybe we had a change of careers.
2: I mean I'm saying I mean I'm asking you. He Olf was just like hanging out in his kitchen.
0: Uh oh, you're asking me? Uh Ulf, uh it looks like he's um like he's standing over next to Briscoe, uh, talking about something. It uh why don't you make a roll to see what you can figure out from this? Uh, and I'd say that since you know you need to be paying attention to that guy, you can have a bonus die from that.
2: Okay. A five.
0: A five. Uh, one of the things you notice as you're watching Ulf is that uh, he's going around. It looks like he's uh, trying to play the part of a sous-chef sort of uh, guy, but like whenever he goes and talks to people... You notice it specifically when he goes to talk to Briscoe, who should be the head chef. That uh, Briscoe is being very like deferential to him, and they're acting like he's the big guy in the room and not Briscoe. He like locks eyes with you.
2: Yeah, I'll give him a, like, a cool guy head nod,
0: and uh, he'll. Uh, you can tell that he's like he knows what you look like now, and he knows that. You have the feeling that he knows that you know sort of thing.
2: No, and I mean if he if if I if he sees like like eyes, I'll give him the head nod, like as if you know, like, what's up? And I wait until he's done with his ink figure he'll either wave me over or he'll come over after he's done with Briscoe.
0: All right. Uh so what are the rest of y'all doing out there in uh the restaurant? Eating.
3: Yeah, I mean I would I mean last time and I, I waved somebody around. I mean last time I was here, I'm pretty sure I got like mushroom sausage. You guys still do that? Uh, no. Mushroom? No, we what? don't
0: do that here. This is the Codfather. We sell cod No, but it,
3: there was noodles and in the, it was a great broth.
0: Nope. Different place. Same place, yeah, but it a was, different place. but it's Briscoe, right? Yeah, well, this is Briscoe branched out. It's
4: Briscoe brand, but it's not the Noodle Palace.
3: Is Briscoe back there? Can I talk to him? No. Are you telling me this, Iskra?
4: I am telling you this, Virgil.
3: Well, what the fuck am I supposed to eat then order if I can't off the have menu. my mushroom sausage? Order. What?
4: The menu that's in front of you. Order off of Virgil
2: egg. would be the insufferable person who refuses to order off the menu.
4: There's a thing on the menu, Virgil. <laughs> it's just for you. There. You have to find it, but you have to find it silently. Do you have any Order meal? for me.
0: There, there's actually three things on the menu. One is fish. One is chips. And one is ale.
2: (laughs) And Well, there's fish and chips. Combo meal.
1: (laughs) Chips with fish.
4: Chips or fish, you don't get to pick. It'll be a surprise.
3: If you make a broth out of the ale and then put the fish in it, can you do that for me?
4: They can bring you both and you can mix them on your plate. All your food in one big bowl. That's just
1: dipping your fries in the Frosty.
3: (laughs) my hand on my head and i say i don't know what this world's coming to when a man
4: can't order off the menu
1: wasn't there an upstairs last time we were here
0: yeah there's still an upstairs it didn't burn down i'm
4: gonna
1: i'm gonna use the distraction that virgil's creating to uh yeah i'll be up i gotta go to the restroom be right back and sneak my way upstairs
4: yeah
0: so the upstairs it's like a balcony seating area like there's other tables and other people eating up there
4: it's, it's not a but secret. But it's
0: not like when y'all went to Briscoe's Noodle Palace on, like, opening night, and there was, like, a bunch of Nobles. the who's who of Duskwall. Wasn't was there some, there? like,
1: back back like closets or a hallway in the back leading down to the kitchen or something?
0: Uh, no, there is the kitchen, but, um...
1: Just an open open seating area. Yeah. Right, well, that's really nothing.
0: Jeremy has
4: a specific place he wants us to go, but he's not going to tell us what or where it is.
1: I... I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna go to the train station. Jeremy. All, right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I ha- how about this? I will. I will kind of work my way back like, down and actually go to the bathroom and see. You know, if there's a way I can sneak. I'm sure, like the bathroom entrance is not that far from the, the kitchen or something. Yeah,
0: I mean. Uh, you're able to, you know, like walk past the bathrooms towards the kitchen, and you look back there, you see Milos chatting with uh, a fellow scofflander back there, and they're both looking at another guy that's talking to Briscoe.
1: Okay, so pretty much every he's causing a big distraction. So, where was the uh, the office manager's office? Um, somewhere back here, right?
3: Yeah, so so these cashier people they're lying to me, yes. Never coming back here. Good. I was so excited, and Jeremy's ruined this whole place for us. <laughs> I,
0: was, I wasn't the one that set it on fire.
3: I didn't do that. I mean, well, hmm, I think I might have.
1: It's like when you're, your favorite local, you know, restaurant is turned into a TGI Friday's.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you're able to find the office, and uh, but the door is locked. What do you do about
1: that? <laughs> I pull out one of my mini keys and open it up. One of your many keys? All right, so first of all, I'm not affected by quality tier when you bypass security measures, BT dubs.
3: Are you the master of unlocking?
1: I'm pretty good. Uh, I'm not affected by quality or tier, so it's just a regular ass lock. I don't really know what that does mechanic-wise, but whatever. I'm in a controlled position. Standard effect, I'm just trying to pop this lock.
0: That sounds like a tinker roll.
1: I was doing finesse.
0: Yeah, finesse could work too.
1: Alright, I don't think this is too difficult, so I'm not going to burn any dice on it. Ooh, Ooh. okay, I rolled a one and a six. A six, though.
0: Yeah, there you go. So
1: Easy, easy peasy.
0: Just so happen to have the right skeleton key for this style lock, and you're able to pop it open and get in there. Uh, What are you looking for here in the office?
1: Well, let's see. Uh, Well, I imagine there's like a desk with papers... Yeah. Maybe a book, a ledgers, something like that. Uh well, let's see. If I'm just gonna kind of quickly, I don't know how much time I have. Uh, well, I'm gonna close the door behind me first of all, so no right. nobody sees uh, well, actually seeing it's a mess. And then I'm gonna look for you know anything like actually got any. First of all, if there's anything that looks you know cultish? Any diagrams, any pentagrams, that kind of bullshit. That's gonna catch my eye, of course. But you know, gonna kind of see if there's any correspondence that looks a little fishy. <laughs> fishy <laughs> something it's not you know like invoices and shit looks a little out of the ordinary
0: do a search or survey roll or whatever it is here to try to find that
1: query. uh okay um, i'll survey the ship
2: can i see can i help them by keeping people just keep people away from the uh, if anyone goes towards the office like ask them a food service related question and cause them to go back to their cleaning tizzy yeah
0: yeah go ahead so All get right. an extra dive from that
1: Okay, so control position still, standard effect, and we get a bonus dice. And can I also push myself to uh, yeah,
0: you can still push yourself? Okay,
1: that's two stress, right?
0: Uh, yep, two stress. Uh, actually, no,
1: the devil's footsteps, nothing to do with this. All right, let's see. So I've got a six, a five, and a six. All right, okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha. I got wondering, one. I thought it was one more dice. A yep,
0: that's a oh, great yeah, so
1: success. I... I crit. I'm just pushing papers around, quickly skimming everything. What do I find?
0: Uh, So, with that critical success, go ahead and clear stress. Okay. So, as you're moving things around, you find at the bottom of a uh, stack of papers a well-worn letter. Uh, It looks like it's uh, been in a sailor's pocket for a good couple of months. And uh, you get it out uh, and uh, so yeah, metaphor. it says at the top dearest Briscoe, and uh, or probably not dearest, but my good friend Briscoe, and at the bottom it's signed Ulf uh, Ironborn. So in this letter, Ulf is like sending his condolences for uh, Briscoe's. Uh, he says uh, your first failed attempt, uh, but he knows that uh, there is still is still much work that could be done in uh, Duskwall. Uh, they talk about how although you've lost uh, the first stone, we've acquired more from the, uh, from the Leviathan processing plants. Uh, and that uh, if uh, the things that Briscoe has told Ulf are true about the power of the stones, that this could turn the tide of the war in our favor uh, and to look forward to seeing Ulf soon. So those, those are the things that you get from that letter.
1: All right, I'm gonna commit that to memory the best I can and put the letter back where I found it. And he said, "There's the Holt Holt Iron Fist, was that what it was of us?" Ironborn. So basically, what I'm getting is this guy, uh, Holt Steve Holt, <laughs> is uh, telling him, you know, sorry, sorry to hear about your your fire, bro, but more of these uh, stones are coming from the processing plant, which is kind of eerie to hear from. Mm.
3: So they're gonna okay. put noodles back on the menu when they get these, or what?
1: <laughs> Big old
3: bowls with the Leviathans, or little baby Leviathans? It's you it's can it's, slurp it's, right down.
1: it's free if you finish it within thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, okay. Well, if that seems to be it, then no incriminating thing to uh, match this. Then I will stealthily leave the office, kind of open it a crack make sure that, uh, my friend is still doing the, uh, food inspector routine, and walk back to the table. Yeah,
0: uh, so around this time, uh, Ulf, he'll, uh, walk up to, uh, uh, walk up to you, Milos. And he'll say, uh, is there anything I can get you, inspector? Anything I can show you?
2: Uh, oh, oh yeah, Olf comes over, yeah, um, let's see, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I, uh, I kind of didn't like to see, you know, uh, Fellow, uh, there's probably a term that scovs have for each other that if a non scov said it, it would be like offensive, scabby. but if a, two scovs say it, it's not offensive. Um, scov, yeah, something like that, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's not not the place I expected to find a scov like yourself. What, uh, what gives,
0: uh, he kind of smiles and he looks around and says, Uh, it looks like we're all scovies here, are they? Yeah, yeah. Everyone in this room is a scot. Is
4: Lander. Briscoe a scot?
0: Yep, Briscoe is a scot.
4: Hmm. You can't say that, Jeremy.
2: <laughs> you just uh...
4: not a scotlander.
2: I'd say, you know, I know Briscoe's previous endeavor was uh, somewhat of a commercial failure. Is uh, I don't suppose that his his new endeavor is is uh, on a similar track.
0: No, no, no. I think he got a little too ambitious with his first job, but I'm here to temper things.
2: That that is what happens when you. Play with is there another term for Godstones? Like, what would a layperson call them?
0: uh if, Would a layperson call them anything? The only reason that y'all know about them is because of everything that had happened. Like, yeah. and then like, I think Cliff went and did some research on it, or Cliff and Virgil together went and did research on it, and like found them mentioned yeah, in an okay. old journal.
2: All right, I'll just I'll just I'll just refer to them as I'll see. You know, well, sometimes when you. Uh... You know, cook, cook noodles and magic rocks. Things are a little, uh, things can get out of hand. But it looks like you've got it all well in, well in hand now.
0: Yeah, there's not going to be any magic rules here, that's for sure. That's I'm not right. going to have one of those things. Damn, I'm sure. Just fish and chips here.
2: Huh. I guess my I guess my source was wrong, then. Well, I'm going gonna, gonna to go back up front and uh, enjoy a meal, and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, get a chance to catch you socially some other time, then.
0: Uh, so when you say that thing about a source, you mean uh, he says, uh, "Oh, so you've got some to sell?" Is that what you're
2: well, saying? I mean, you don't have a need, so uh, it wouldn't matter. because we're not—it's all about noodles. supply and demand.
0: Just because we're not making noodles doesn't mean we're not interested. And uh, he's gonna kind of look at you appraisingly.
2: Do we have a fucking name yet? Because I don't like. No, y'all
0: still don't have a name.
2: <laughs> Can we come up with a fucking name?
4: Go ahead. <laughs> I came up with it. Y'all were waiting for
0: one to uh, appear from your. Uh...
2: Ooh, wait, 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 wait. What? What if we're like the Godstone? Uh, and then like some kind of like pur- purveyor name.
4: Godstone uh,
2: purveyors. But not purveyors. You know, like the Godstone Cowboys. You know, like the. No.
4: <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. That was pretty so good. No, it wasn't. Don't encourage that.
2: It's the best one we've come up with so far. So, come up with a better one.
0: No. Anyone else have an idea on a name?
2: What are we naming? The,
0: the, Ourselves. The gang.
3: Our
1: gang?
2: I could we, the, thought, we could just be the Godstones. Thought we were the come shots.
3: <laughs> yeah, a few names have been. Money shots. A few names have been money been money shots. That was the main one I remember. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's not gonna you know, work. Well, the mockery,
1: mockery, the, the mockeries?
2: Mo- mocharies- mockeries doesn't have any reality. Like,
1: does it have any reality? What does that mean? <laughs> it's a word. <laughs> it there's have nothing any to do with reality. us. We
2: may as well call ourselves the fucking. Well, I mean, we were the moxie, Jesus, so it, it, like it, it kind
1: sense. of it it sounds kind of like moxie, and I think it works on that level. It was not a great catchy name. It was not it doesn't make us seem intimidating. Mockeries, I think, thematically works. Man, I again, Money Shots is right there, but you guys... And
2: Mockery's cool like, that. oh, I gotta go buy some more stuff from the Mockery than the says. It'd be like Peddlers or like
1: Sources. You want to call us the Peddlers?
3: So this is a slight, very short tangent. I, uh, I, I did final project presentations, and um, this week in one team, they put a word as the title for part of their section. The word was Improvisions improvisions apparently a real word really it it wouldn't be improvisations or whatever yeah yeah, it is basically like uh the the it's um improvising right uh but i think they meant improvements but improvisions is a is a real word Uh, we could be the improvisions
4: so the obsolete definition of improvision is a failure to provide something and i think that's extremely apt
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah what about the godstone improvisions
4: Okay, sure.
2: I love it. Okay. Perfect. All right. Uh, All right. Sorry. So, what was the last thing that Ulf said?
0: Uh, So, he was uh, like when you said that something about what you said made him think that you
2: might have some rocks to sell. Yes. So, so look, there were the, you know, I'm with with a small up and coming group called the, the Godstone Improvisions. We're always looking for new clients to sell to, especially happy to do business with a fellow. You know, uh, a fellow like you could be who could be trusted. Uh, anything I can do to disrupt the business of the empire is, is good.
0: He'll uh he raise a little eyebrow and he says, "Well, it just so happens that one of our current suppliers is run dry. Maybe uh maybe we'll take you up on that offer. How can yeah? How can if,
2: I, counter- I? I hear it can be very dangerous to transport goods from the docks. Uh, you know, via." the belly of a leviathan
0: so you're trying to uh to get this guy to buy to maybe yeah buy
2: i yeah i want him to i want them to be i want briscoe's god codfather to become a new a new um, uh client. yeah what's the word client yeah like uh customer like a client yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes a new, i want i to become a new client
0: um so i could see this going a couple of different ways that seems like a very positive way it could go, but
4: but Jeremy doesn't like it when things go well. Well, I th-
0: I just think that we need a roll for this. Do we?
2: Do I we do. really? I mean, sure, I'll I'll roll. Um, I would like to take a bonus because I was able to. I want a bonus for my heritage, and I want a bonus for my um the fact that like I I'm hinting the fact that like I know about the delivery. You know, we're the ones who swiped it from the, from your shitty old supplier, and we want to be a new supplier.
0: You yeah, know. Uh, go ahead and uh, do that. Yeah, go ahead and get a bonus die from each of those. Two, three, two. So when he says that, uh, it says, uh, like, he, uh, he keeps smiling.
2: <laughs> Maybe I was a little too clever there.
0: <laughs> and he says, you know, it's funny, because those people were, in fact, transporting my godstones for me. And it's funny that they all sank to the bottom of the ship in the leviathan's belly. And all of a sudden, someone shows up with some for sale. Maybe you're not selling what's yours.
4: Or maybe you have an eel friend who swam to the bottom of the ocean (laughs) and fished them up for you.
2: I mean, let's face it, you you know, you're, uh... Was the guy who who originally tried to pitch us this deal, was the guy who showed up and was like, refused to take our, our deal... Um, yeah. he wasn't scoff, was he?
0: Yes, he was. Okay. Yeah, he w- that was uh Glint Tinmouth. Smart ass yeah.
2: asshole Tinmouth. Yeah, yeah, I'll say. I well look, I mean, Mr. Tinmouth, uh oh. if he's your lead negotiator, he did a very bad job. Um he, and I think shit. unfortunately there's a, you know, there's a there's a price to be paid. I'm certainly willing to part with these for, you know, under market rate because we have such a such a bulk uh, and I think I'd rather they, so they be in,
4: many of your things.
2: Yeah, I'd rather they be in, in good hands or not. But you know, if uh, if we can't make a deal if I have to parcel these out one at a time, you know, to every Tom, Dick, and Harry, you get what you pay for. You pay for the foghounds, you didn't pay for quality and fortunately it didn't work out.
4: And now we just have so many of your things.
2: Not not a lot of scovs on that crew, and that's you know, you pay for pay for quality.
0: Uh there's only one scov on our crew. <laughs> Uh, You can uh, make that roll again with the
2: same bonuses. That's like 25% of the crew is
4: gone.
0: Okay, that's fair. (laughs) Playing with statistics a little bit,
4: but okay. I'll allow it. Five. That's better.
0: There we go. Alright, so that's a makes success. Uh, so, uh, you and him do that thing where y'all, like, stare at each other for a while, and, like, the atmosphere in the room has gotten tense. You look to your side, and you can see what are clearly Scotland sailors here, uh, like, Getting ready for shit to go down. Like their hands are dripping a little bit more tightly on these butcher knives that he has, that they have. And then all of a sudden, awful will burst into a of laughter and clap you on the bat and said I'd like your balls.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll say, look, just now you know that if you use something, we're going to get the job done. We've already proven, you know, we're already a proven asset. So much. And I guess, you know, if the. If, uh... If your if your initial you know deposit for the for the was you know the price you pay for us to prove ourselves then you know so be it but yeah clap, clap them on the back and say uh, we, we're gonna have some, we're gonna have this, a couple specials the food here is still pretty good right
0: I think we're pretty proud of that I mean only Briscoe here is an accomplished cook but we're doing the best we can
2: Yeah I'm looking looking forward to it. and we'll uh, you know it's obviously it's still still pretty hot to move those but we'll uh, we'll coordinate the details and you know. Take care of them. Take care of the, the business. You know, after dinner. Yeah,
0: the business. All right, so you're able to leave the back of the kitchen and uh, rejoin your friends at the table.
2: <laughs> good, good news, everybody.
0: escrow <laughs> what have you been doing this whole time? Because I know that Virgil was uh, complaining about the world, uh, him him missing the good old days.
4: So I will have caught Gully's eye as he's like furtively going places. And realize that he's using us as a distraction, and I will have become just as incredibly obnoxious and loud as I am physically capable of being, which is impressive for my yeah. size.
3: Well, I've gotten my first order of ale and, uh, and fried fish, but I did ask for a knife, so I'm cutting the fish up into thin strips that I'm dropping in the beer. And you're and complaining
4: then... loudly that the beer is too salty and the fish is underspiced.
3: Yeah, and and it's not nearly, doesn't have the mouthfeel of noodles, you know. It's not as good. Yeah. Not as good.
4: Alright, uh, I'm gonna see if I can perceive anything about the room or anything. Like, do do I notice anything at all? I don't know. Do I see Eckerd off in the corner pretending he doesn't see me?
0: <laughs> uh, probably, yeah. Uh, Eckerd's been eating here pretty regularly. Yeah,
4: that's awesome. I love that. Love that for me. Alright, I'm gonna go sit with Eckerd. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, uh, you go over there, and uh, you see a Eckerd, and he, like, gulps a little bit and looks at you. His gills flare a little bit, and he says, this isn't cannibalism, right?
4: Eckerd. Eckerd, you spineless coward. Would you care if it was?
0: Uh, nah, the food here is pretty decent, for what you're paying for it.
4: My point exactly. Have you noticed any odd deliveries coming into this neighborhood?
0: Well, uh, what do you mean?
4: Deliveries. That you find odd, Eckard. That mean, you wouldn't have expected to be coming into one place or another, Eckard. That you noticed lately, Eckard.
0: I mean, like, you mean here? To this restaurant? The
4: neighborhood in general.
0: I, I don't spend a lot of time in the docks, but... I mean, there's, a uh, There's been a few, uh... A few wagons going back into the neighborhoods, back in the fish market. Um, people are saying that, uh... That there's been a lot of, uh stockpiling here food different kinds of wares like they're uh people are storing up for something
3: not storing noodles shut the fuck up virgil (laughs) i'm living my life
0: (laughs) yeah like normally uh the fish market is where food goes out not a lot of food comes into it but people are uh saving up all sorts of like cheese and dried eel Eel? a lot of a lot of mushrooms of all sorts but and a lot of salt, too.
4: What's the corpse quality in this neighborhood like? Uh, wet. Fair enough.
0: No different than normal.
4: How attached are you to your current set of teeth?
0: <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty attached. They're helping me eat this delicious fish.
4: I could give you extra teeth, then you could eat more easily. <laughs>
0: oh, I'm good.
4: I'll get you one day, Eckard. <laughs>
0: Probably while I'm sleeping.
4: Oh, it'll definitely be while you're sleeping. I know where you live. What alley... Does Blind he know... i your friend. <laughs> you're not. What alley specifically? Like, does he know where this stuff... Or whereabout this stuff is being stored? Um,
0: no. Uh, he doesn't have any clue about that, because he hasn't really been looking.
4: Well, I'm gonna tell Eckerd to keep an eye out and tell me if anything happens that I might find interesting.
0: Okay, yeah. I'll keep an eye out for you as long as you promise not to take his eyes. Or his teeth, or any of his body parts. I
4: could give him new ones.
0: Oh, he didn't ask you to promise that, so... Huh. Alright. Found a loophole. Alright, so, um, y'all all meet back up at the table. Can share the things you found. Yeah, I, I come
2: out I come out with, a, with a, a, a nice steaming plate. Couple couple mugs. Put them down, sit down. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, good news. Good news, we everyone. Of, we, can, we can get rid of that right. Anything would make my day better. What's up? We can, can slowly start to move that rock through here at a uh, at a pretty good rate. Are so, we
4: sure we want to? Yeah. I don't yes. think
3: we want to do that. I
2: mean, we're here to
3: make, make money. That's the whole, that's, that's that's the job. I mean, yes. So, so you know that itchy feeling you've got on your skin now? Because it's brighter outside for some reason? I, I do not, no. Yeah, well, long story short, if we sell these rocks to people, an ancient god's going to show up. And and it's not going to be good. Yeah, that
2: doesn't sound like a, like a, a problem at our level. It sounds like a problem at uh, someone else's well, level. I mean, the problem at our level our is we barely have two coins
3: to butt into our our crew. So I mean,
4: <laughs> wait, his butt specifically. The rest of him's not in. Uh, wait, get, what?
3: No, it's just a figure of speech.
2: Regardless, our job is to. You know, uh, it's a supply people contraband, and we have a client, and we have contraband, and we in the middle we get money.
0: Yeah. What's I... Gully think about this?
2: If you're not about this, you should form a crew of people who aren't about this. Like maybe a yeah. crew of like. Can't. Well, we can. We cultists. can contraband
3: things that aren't going to eventually cause the whole. Everything. Every, problem.
2: Normally, we sell
3: guns. Those are those are killing. You know, urchins in the streets like everything uh, we do is awful but, you know that helps iskra it's a big circle of life you know we sell guns guns kill people iskra takes dead people and makes me like fun you know potions and shit so they're not fun. just
4: for you virgil you're supposed to share
3: I well shut up um <laughs> the, the the but we sell rocks Ancient god shows up, kills us all. That's not a circle anymore. That's just a lot. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. You're nonsense. Sus- suspicions and tomfoolery. What? No. Suspicions and tomfoolery. Iskra, you tell him. You tell him what you saw.
4: Okay, so we once used these rocks to almost summon an ancient god and then we broke it.
2: Yeah, but but you didn't. Therefore. Okay. Okay. In True, but it
4: was really hard, and we got hurt a lot, and we'd rather that part not happen you guys again.
3: Look fine, it would probably be better lose. the second time.
4: I'm sorry, your brain what?
3: Exactly. So <laughs> fine, do whatever. Okay. I'm reckless.
4: Yeah, why if, do you what are, if, give a shit? Like,
1: what are we immediately arguing? We're just, we're just. <laughs> um, to they to don't want to make money
2: because with... they're weird. Ingr- I mean.
1: We're gonna need time Milos, if we're right? if we're talking Milos, about yes. the Leviathan rocks. We're gonna need time to offload that anyway. We don't have to do that right now since we do have a I'm job just saying the deal is done. Horizon. Like
2: we have a supplier. The deal is, or we deal. have a, we have a client and in we order. have the
3: rocks. We get money. Whatever you guys do, whatever. I'm just gonna cry into my my non soup <laughs> here.
4: Yeah, you've made a real mess of your meal there. That's that's
1: real. Gross. Get you a bowl of uh, peanut oil uh, that they use to fry the fish on. You drink that.
0: I don't know, man. Alright, well, y'all successfully uh, gained a client here.
2: I don't know how you want to work out, like, the mechanics of that, but...
0: Let me think about that for a little (laughs) bit, because I don't know whether I want that to be, like, a downtime activity, or if it should be its own heist, if something could potentially go wrong between there.
2: It could be... there's, there's the side business... As, as same as vice den they're the same they're the same mechanics okay yeah so it could just be a turf essentially that you know yeah. like we roll it and get money every in during during downtime and slowly move the rocks we could reflavor the vice den because we're not we're not vice purveyors we're contraband smugglers we could just we could just call that
0: like you know,
2: briscoe's rock sales or something
3: that's one way to do it but are we moving into uh toward end of session stuff now
0: yeah so i think we're there because i think we finished up there yeah so let's uh go ahead and do that if y'all want to rename the vice then uh, briscoes and uh y'all have access to that now so congratulations on uh job well completed uh let's do end of session stuff
2: you should do like in coin and heat and stuff
0: Alright, so uh, you get 2 rep per score by default. Uh, The targeted score is higher tier, so y'all can get 5 rep.
2: And anytime we gain rep, we gain another rep, so that's 6. There we go. That's from leverage.
0: I think the payoff for that was the... uh, Was the turf, essentially. Was the turf, yeah, rather than getting any actual coin. Uh, This was smooth and quiet, so no heat there uh does anyone want to go to jail there's not really a reason to. no
2: and just passing through is going to clear one heat for us I'm, i took care of that well there you go and then uh nice. someone somebody roll one die uh for the Briscos. take care of that mechanic
0: yeah five nice. so y'all get five coin from uh selling let's, godstones the Briscos.
2: let's each take one and then put one on the crew's coffers all right
0: now roll two dice for entanglements Four and a three. Four and a three. Uh, So you'll take the lowest. So that is going to be gang trouble or the usual suspects. I know last time we rolled this, we had it so that, like, your ship was... Cranky. Uh, being all cranky. I think that this time we'll go with the other one. So the blue coats grab someone in the periphery of your crew. Uh, someone needs to volunteer a friend or vice purveyor is the person most likely to be taken.
4: It's probably fucking Eckert. He's skulking around being suspicious.
0: Hmm. Alright. Make a fortune roll to find out if they resist questioning. Or I- pay off the blue coats with one.
2: <laughs> Let's just pay off the blue coats. Okay. We got the coin from the draw. Well, we'll just. Pay,
4: pay
0: off the blue coats, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you're able to spring Eckerd out before he starts talking about how y'all are selling Godstones to the cops. Wait, we're selling them to the cops? No. Wait, talking what? about
2: selling Godstones, comma, to the cops. Oh, gotcha. Talk to the cops.
0: Uh, we'll do the downtime activities themselves next time. Um, so,
2: we'll just do XP now?
0: Yeah, XP now.
2: Well, let's do the crew first, because I'm already on that page.
0: Yeah.
2: We did acquire a new source. That's right. Uh, we did contend with the challenger above our station because he's a higher tier. Yeah. I'd like to think we bolstered our crew's reputation by, you know, being badass thieves who got away I mean, with a pretty pretty good score.
0: Yeah, because you definitely ambitious. So.
2: And uh, I think we're starting. You know, we're starting to sort of come together as a crew. So we'll take the essential nature, Dick. Yeah. Now, I don't think any of those happened multiple times. If they did, we'd be getting an advancement, but I don't think they did. Uh, yeah. well so. someone could really argue for one, but that's fine.
0: Um, all right, so let's do Virgil's end of session.
3: So, um, I didn't roll any desperate actions. that I address a challenge with knowledge or arcane power? Not really. To I express my beliefs, desires, drives heritage, or background? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. So that, that gives me a playbook advancement that I struggle with issues from my vice or trauma during the session. I talked about it. I don't know if that counts. So that fills up my playbook advancement. So I've decided I want to take ritual. I can study an uh, an occult ritual or create a new one to summon a supernatural entity or being. You know the arcane methods to perform ritual sorcery. You begin with one ritual already learned. So I looked into the book and they do have some sample rituals and one I feel is perfect for me. So can I say that that's the one I've learned? Yeah. Portal to the depths, open a small gateway to the great void sea somewhere within a few blocks. Anything caught near the portal is swamped by cold black water and drawn into the hideous strength and in- with hideous strength into the abyss. The ritual is very dangerous, involving arcane contact with a Leviathan's demonic power. It counts as a desperate role. And the caster takes six stress and ticks a four-segment progress clock called Seduced by the Leviathan Song. Sounds fucking awesome to me. That so. sounds
0: great. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty crazy. So, yeah, I like it. All right, uh, let's go to Gully next.
1: All right. Uh, you addressed a challenge with a stealth or evasion? I did. You expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? That I did. Struggle with issues from your vice or traumas? I didn't really struggle with the trauma, so no.
0: All right. So on to Iskra. What? Your end of session.
4: I did not roll any desperate actions. I did not address a challenge with technical skill or mayhem. I feel like I expressed at least one of my beliefs, drives, heritages, or backgrounds when I was messing with Eckerd. Yeah, for sure. And struggled with issues from vice or trauma. Um, uh, not, not really. Um, a little bit. Not really. It didn't interfere with
0: anything. Yeah, no, It's just tick all right, and finally, Milos.
2: The only thing I did was express my belief, stress, heritage background, but I did that quite a bit. Yeah. So I'm going to take two for that. I didn't track or violence anything, and I didn't uh, struggle with any other issues, so.
0: There we go. All right. Well, good job, guys. That whole thing with Briscoes went a little bit differently than I thought it might, so. that day, yo, Well, boy. that's what
2: happens when you got a scarf on board, eh? <laughs>
1: He thought we were gonna eat noodles today, but nope, turns out fried seafood. Fried
2: seafood. Turns out you're eating crow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Blimey.